What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Husband in Law Podcast. Before we get this party started, we wanted to bring something up to your attention. If you are looking to take some bold action in your life to reclaim your sense of self, then I highly recommend that you go to theboldlogic.com forward slash live lesson to sign up for our next live lesson. The next live lesson will be held on Tuesday, September 8th at noon. I wanted him to fight for me. I wanted to know that he still wanted me. I needed to see some sort of something saying that he still cared. Even if he just said, I don't want you to leave or, you know, something. I wanted that so bad. And it wasn't just like the whole romantic idea of that. It was like, I needed to know that, that I had some value and some purpose and some whatever. And so- And that he had some fight in him. Yeah. Right. But that didn't happen and that was okay. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. How's my mic? Your mic's great, Matt. All right, thank How's you. my mic? Looks good. It's kind of blocking your mouth from me seeing your mouth, but it's good. There you go. <laughs> 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 you just kiss at me. Oh, Steve my goodness. kissed at me. <laughs> I'm glad you're taking notes on that. Yeah. Also, I think people call it blowing a kiss. Steve kissed at me? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear you blow. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is off to a great start. Where I was yeah. going to say, we're already starting this off in a real, real great start, guys. All right, Steve, you had some things you want to talk to us about. Steve wanted to start I off do. this I interview. I have three. three. Three things. Only two of which I can remember at the moment. So we'll see if I remember the third one. That's first, why I write things down. First, did you know husband-in-law is also a... Soap opera in Thailand. <laughs> really? Yes. How did you find that because out? Because if you tap on or like follow hashtag husband in law on Instagram, we are not the first ones that pop up. It is all the stories of this Thai soap opera. I wonder if that's why on Facebook we get a lot of a lot of people that look like they would be from Thailand. From Thailand. Thai soap opera. Yes. <gasps> I wonder if that's why. That could be it. Because I thought that was so weird that we oh, were getting funny. all of these followers. I thought, oh, they must be bots or something. But I don't know how bots work on Facebook. There it is. Oh, that is hilarious. That is so funny. I guess it's my husband-in-law. Still. What's so it what, about? Yeah, you know what, what is it about? I don't know. I really, I think we need to. We need to look into this. We do. I'm Googling it now. To see if we can find some videos. Oh, oh. It's all, it's very dramatic. I mean, there's a lot of love. A lot of love. From what I've seen. Well, there's a lot of love in our podcast. Oh. Steve's playing it. Skip this ad in three, two, <laughs> one. Oh. This is great. I like the music so far. Oh, he. T- oh. I don't know what's going on, guys. You can go look up husband-in-law, the other 
Thai version. It's a lot of pretty people. A lot of pretty people. Matt looks perplexed. Mm. <laughs> All right. Turn that off. It's like a lot of love and a lot of betrayal. That's what soap operas are. And maybe our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the, a little betrayal. What's the second thing that you'd like to bring up? So remember my friend that I kicked out of the hotel for calling me some, yes. some lovely things? Penny and I ran into him at the grocery store the other day. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's back. Oh, no. I have now seen him twice since that day. That's so Once weird. on the green belt, I was running, he was biking, and we passed each other. And once at the grocery store. And did you make eye contact? Did, did you guys say hi? We did. We made eye contact. Was there any words? He was on the phone. I was walking with Penny. I just stared him down. That was that. Did he stare you down? He looked me in the eyes and then, and I said, hey, Penny, that guy we just passed, he's the one who called me all those lovely names. And she's like, no. <laughs> that was him. She was going to go beat him up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, I can picture Penny trying to beat somebody up. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I would say to him if he wasn't on the phone and I wasn't with Penny and we just like passed each other in an aisle in the grocery store. What would you say? I don't know. Probably, <laughs> probably nothing. I don't think it'd be worth saying anything. I know. No, I think it's a waste of energy. I know. But it is still kind of fun sometimes to imagine what you would say mm-hmm. if you were like wanted to, yeah, wanted to stir things up. Yeah. Mean. <laughs> if you were mean. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, what was the third thing? Do you remember the, what the third thing was? It's <laughs> a good face you made. <laughs> that was my I don't remember the third thing face. So no. See, I had something I was going to say too, and I don't remember what it was. It had something to do with driving on the scooters. Penny, Matt, Steve, but I don't have any idea what it was. I don't know. I kept thinking it over and over again because I was hoping it would. Oh, third be thing. Ingrained. I do remember. Okay. I already said it to you guys, but I'll say it again anyway. Like the pictures I posted of Ellie Golding today, because I went and looked them up <laughs> once the you know once our episode dropped this morning. I was like, I should go find those pictures and post them of that Ellie Golding concert. I did. Awesome pictures. Awesome concert. Her outfit was not nearly as scandalous as I remembered it to be. So we were just discussing if it is that yeah. at that point in Steve's life, if you hadn't... If I was like... His standards have changed as my, to what is scandalous. My standards are scandalous versus... <laughs> Which I would say <laughs> they probably so. have. Probably. Because there are things now that I know you would have thought were completely inappropriate for Penny back then. And now you're like, whoa, what's wrong with it? <laughs> was this Was this outfit that Ellie Golding is wearing in this picture, is this appropriate for Penny to wear? Oh, no, she couldn't wear it. Oh, okay. So it's still... No, it's scandalous. It's still inappropriate. Let me show you, Matt. I wouldn't be okay with her wearing it, but it's not horrible. You probably wouldn't want Sarah wearing it. Okay, let's check it out. See? She's got a large cutout under her boobs. Yeah, it shows... Oh, I thought that was just a triangle design on her shirt. No, that's skin. Oh. Yeah. There you have it. Guys... What was it I wanted to say? I don't know. I'm not going to remember. Matt has your three things yeah. <laughs> written down. Mean guy. <laughs> mean guy. <laughs> and Ellie Golding, scandalous. Less scandalous. Less scandalous than... Golding, scandalous. <laughs> not. Also, I thought she was wearing ginormous platform shoes. Those are just shoes. 
I think I was confusing her with Sylvanesso, who definitely wore ginormous platform shoes. They were I like Converse. Who, I have no idea who that is. Sylvanesso is amazing, and I'm going to introduce you to them. Sylvanesso? Sylvanesso. Sylvanesso? Yes. I don't need to be introduced right Let's now. I was going to play him right now. Not right now. All right. But we'll go look it up. You know what I meant to go do was look up the Lady Gaga Instagram. Instagram. And she's blown up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she has. Has she? That Let's is, look again. I'm sure it was okay, all well, our podcast episodes. Well, last episode. Wednesday, she had 1,500 <laughs> followers, which was not from us, obviously, because our episode had just dropped. But Dang let's, it. Let's look now. I thought it's it was okay. all us. Which Gaga are you? Which Gaga? <laughs> I want somebody to tell us which Gaga they are. She's still at 1,500. Okay, so we did not help her we- in the least. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought we were going to. Damn it. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, it is okay. Okay, anything else before we get into the meat of this episode? I don't Maybe think that so. That wasn't the meat. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty meaty, but you know, yeah, we might get a little meatier. Actually, we've got some big topics. Although starting out, it says first thing is your broken foot, Steve. Do you remember when you broke your foot on I the sure beach? I sure do. On the beach, that's right. Yeah, how did you break your foot, I Steve? Was going down the stairs. I was going up the stairs <laughs> from Thousand Steps Beach in Southern California. So how many and steps I had you taken? I fell down the majority of those thousand steps. You did? For real? Yeah, I fell down the stairs real bad. And that's how you broke your foot? That's how I broke my foot. Were you drunk? I had been for most of the trip. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, I need a day to just like... Sober up. Detox. Yes, no booze today. And that's the day that I fell down the stairs. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So why is this significant? Or is just know. something that happened? It's just something that <laughs> happened. <laughs> that's fine. But what, what trip I still was this? stayed. I had to go to California for, it was a one day conference on a Tuesday. For work. Yes. And I'm like, well... I guess I'll see y'all Monday of next week. (laughs) Actually, I think I went down early. I think I went... The weekend before. Probably. So you had broken your foot before the conference. Actually, no, I don't remember being... No, I hadn't. So I guess I did. I stayed after. Yeah. I stayed the rest of the week. Good for you. Because it was the day before... So did you 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 go to the emergency room? No, I should have. I was sure it wasn't broken. So I just like limped on it all night. And broke it more. Probably. <laughs> I went to the beach you the next drank morning. A lot, so then it was numb. <laughs> I still went to the beach the next morning before my flight did. out. Played some volleyball. Didn't Played play any volleyball. Ball. I had been playing volleyball. This was so Thousand Steps Beach is just down the coast from uh, West Street Beach, which is a, which is a gay beach. And I hung out there for several days and played volleyball with a bunch of boys. It's fun. I didn't realize there were there were gay beaches. Oh, there are totally gay beaches. We're going to gay what, beaches What determines next time. a gay beach? If there are a bunch of gay boys on it. <laughs> but, okay. But there are ones specifically that are known. Yeah, just known to be a hangout of... spot for gay so guys. So you can go meet gay guys. Okay. Yeah. Or women. And it was super fun. Made a bunch of friends. Are there just gay played... guys there? I'm assuming there's women too. I uh, This one, I don't, I don't recall specifics. You looking. didn't notice the women. <laughs> I didn't notice them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Steve. <laughs> so you only noticed the men in thongs and not the women in thongs. Were they Speedos, all naked? But not thongs. No, really? this, was, this was not a nude beach. We're just asking all the questions you because we want the, the details. Questions. Yeah. Because I've never <laughs> clothes, been to a gay beach. Clothes were on. 
I'll take you sometime if you want. Okay, thanks for the invite. <laughs> we have to get you a Speedo. Oh. <laughs> what about a European Speedo? That's fine. That'll do. You'll <laughs> look good that in mean? that. The short, tight ones that are shorts, oh, okay. not straight up Speedos, but yeah. they have like a little bit of a leg. Nice. Sexy. Sexy. Yeah. Yeah. You've got the legs for it. Thank you. <laughs> Steve's not going to comment on that. <laughs> no, you do have good legs, Matt. We've already established that fact. <laughs> okay. Also, during did this, the- did did the breaking of the foot hinder like your work when you got back, or did it like dating what, life? Yeah, what affected? What were- <laughs> because it is a significant thing. Like it when is. you're when you're a single parent. And you have a kid to take care of and you break something like that's well, here's the thing about crutches is you can't carry anything like anything. Uh-uh. No, like pick up a piece of paper and walk back to your office. Can't do it. You got to like tuck it down the front of your pants. <laughs> do you want to know what how it really like the biggest inconvenience the way it most affected me what? was someone had to carry my tea for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's in so the morning sad. Yeah, at work because I have green tea like all day at work. Someone had to carry it to my office for me. Hmm. I'm sure Vicky, they were happy to Vicky, help. Mama Vicky. <laughs> She'd get me tea every morning. That's nice. Keep me yeah. refilled. Come and check in. <laughs> but did that affect you as a dad? Uh, yes, because I couldn't pick up Penny. How old would she have been? This was 20. She was probably four. Fourteen. Four. Yeah. And I, I recall like her wanting to be held and I couldn't pick her up. I couldn't carry her. And like, you know, I like carried that girl all over. I just... Yeah, you still do. <laughs> <laughs> she's 10 she's 10 Steve still carries her everywhere no I don't not as much okay. not as much <laughs> I was thinking the other day did I already say this on the podcast I don't know that it has been like a year and a half since she has wanted to ride in a shopping cart at least probably way more than that it made me super sad the other day at the grocery store when I realized Penny is never gonna never again gonna ride in a shopping cart with me she's too big <laughs> I know. I ride in a shopping cart with you? Well, I just mean like while I'm pushing the shopping cart. (laughs) If she's in the shopping cart, like in the front seat thingy where they're supposed to be, I can't see because she's so big. Like I can't see over her. And this is like Penny's whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Pretty much. If you, you know, people put the car seat on the shopping cart. I couldn't do that. I couldn't see around the car seat. I just have to layer in there. Well, it was a pain because, yeah. You had a little kid. Yes. But she loved, at the grocery store, driving the cart for me. Oh, because you got the Uh autumn. So she'd just stand in front of me. The electric cart. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure she, yeah, I'm sure she did love that. (laughs) So I went paddleboarding yesterday with a friend who has a broken foot. Yeah. Uh And it has, like, not slowed him down in the least. Like, three days after his broken foot, he was still up in Stanley in a river fishing. Mm -hmm. And still, like, around a campfire. There was pictures of him with his crutches, like, launching wood into the campfire, <laughs> using his crutches as, like, ginormous chopsticks. <laughs> Yesterday, I was like, hey, out. we're supposed to go paddleboarding. You still going to be up for that? He's like, totally. I'm Let's game. Go. I can make it work. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's impressive. I remember when I had that thing on my foot. The boot? The boot. When I had a boot on my mm. foot. My foot wasn't broken, but I was having issues. Showing up at spin class and like doing spin class with, with my boot, boot on. <laughs> wow. It was fun. You still got to find ways to work out. Yep. Move your body. All right. So during this time as well, we were 
So Matt and I, it's coming up on our one year wedding anniversary. One year. One year. And we were planning to get sealed what on a that heck day. of a year. It was a one heck of a year. <laughs> and so what that means is in the LDS church, you can be sealed for time and all eternity. So we believe that marriage continues on after you die and you guys can be sealed together in the temple. It's a big deal. So we were planning to get like all the paperwork in place to do that. Because if you've been married once, then you have to like get a cancellation of your previous sealing. So Steve was involved in this process. Yeah, because you and I were still sealed. Yeah, we were still sealed. And so then... Which is bizarre. <laughs> yeah. We were divorced, but we were still sealed. Yeah. For several years. Well, technically, yours... I don't know how it all works. Anyways, so Steve had to what write... What did you have to write? I don't even know what you had to do. We had to get some sort of you had to, paperwork I had from to, you. So I had to write a letter to the first presidency of the church, the prophet, basically saying that I wanted my ceiling annulled. What did you have to send? Surely you had to send something too. I know they asked questions like, are you current on all child support or anything like that? Is there anything that's... If I'm current? Both of us. like cause, Because I could. Why does that matter? If I'm trying to annul our ceiling, why do they care? Because they want to make sure that everything's in line, like that you aren't like not keeping up to your obligations to this person that you have a child with. Like it was important to the church, I guess, that didn't they ask you these questions? No, they asked me that question in the that's that's in the recommend Is it? interview. Yeah, that would make sense Maybe for I'm the person mixed. you're going to marry, but not the person you're unsealing yourself from. I yeah. swear Why they would any were in the matter? sealing questions, too. Hmm, Maybe not. If you don't remember them, then they must not have been. I must have been making it up from the other stuff. But I don't remember if it was you or if it was Bishop Sturgill who reached out and said, hey, we need a letter from you granting your authorization for Jessica to annul your ceiling so that she can be sealed to Matt. It was the bishop. I mean, I told you it was coming, but. It was Jerry. Yeah. And so that took a little bit to get all of that stuff done. It did. Because that was hard for me. (laughs) Was it? Mm -hmm. Why was it hard? It was just very. Like, I knew we had obviously moved on. I mean, you were remarried. (laughs) It was just one more thing that was like... Separating us. Yeah. And one more, just one more way that I had to consciously cut ties from the life that you and I had together and the life that I had worked so hard to build. And it was was really hard. It took me a long time to write that. Because like your whole life growing up, you were taught, get sealed in the temple. Like that, that is, these are the milestones that you should yes. be working towards. Yep. And to undo that big of a milestone, milestone. it was it was painful. It was yeah. There's there's some. I mean, I like mourning that goes with that. Yeah. Well, I like shed tears over that. Yeah, I remember the day it was finalized. I messaged, like, sent you a text to say, "Hey, I got the the letter, letter in the mail saying that it's final, that it's canceled," and you responding that it was very bittersweet, that you had very mm. bittersweet feelings about that. And I thought that was Did you ever see the letter? Or did it just go to the... No, the letter presidency? came to me. Oh, okay. Oh, not your letter. Yeah. Although I remember Bishop Sturgill telling me that it was a very nice letter that you wrote. Maybe he let me see it. I don't remember, but I just remember. <laughs> the funny thing I is, don't I don't know. know why they had me do it anyway, because... Like, we're already divorced. You're ready to remarry. They have everybody do Me, it. Yeah, but even if I hadn't written the letter, you guys, they still would have annulled our ceiling. You guys still would have been sealed. 
I think they it was just they do it to make sure that there's nothing like I said that there's no hard feelings hard feelings or things that need to be dealt with that mm-hmm. haven't been between the two of us and like things that like that Jessica hasn't been abused or you don't feel like you've been abused mm-hmm. like that, yeah yeah just to make sure that it's all clear and good and I don't know mm. it's just kind of an interesting process yeah yeah and actually I don't think it ended up being done in time for us to get it wouldn't have been done in time for us to get sealed that year anyways. I just spilled the beans that we didn't get sealed that year. <laughs> Probably for the better. Yeah, it was. So we went in. So Y'all were a mess. We, we were a mess. I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Matt kept telling himself. Everything's fine. I don't know why she's so upset. Yeah, I just go to work and I come home and I sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Just suppressing those feelings of what's actually going on. (laughs) So when we went in, you go in to have an interview with the bishop. And I went in. I remember sitting in there crying and working through that and him being like. Why are you crying? I don't understand. (laughs) Because we were such a mess. And I really wanted, I wanted to want to get sealed. I wanted you wanted to want that mess for eternity. Yes, I I wanted <laughs> to be in a place where this was a marriage that I wanted to stay in that badly. That I knew I wanted to be in the marriage for time and all eternity. That I wanted to spend forever with you. And well, she I, says you. She's talking about me. Matt. Talking about Matt. <laughs> 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 but I honestly couldn't sit there and tell them that that's really what I wanted, and that sucked. How did you feel going into those interviews? Like it sucked. Did you? Yeah. So you were feeling that same thing? Yeah. So we both met with the bishop. And then did we have our other interview right after that with the stake president? Or was it on a different day? I think it was on a different day. Okay. Because we went in to meet with the stake president. And I, who knew all three of us very well, knew our story very well. I think he only met with you. Like he came out. He did only meet with me. He's like... I, w- I went in because I was I was going to go meet with him. Yeah, we were supposed to meet with. Like, both. No, you're not good enough for me. <laughs> that is not. <laughs> like, oh, OK, I guess we'll go home. OK, wait. So we met okay, with wait. you, Jessica. <laughs> I went in there and he's talking to me. And I like I said, I'm trying to want this. I'm trying to want to want this. And I he's asking me questions and I just start bawling. And what questions like triggered the. I don't even know. I think he was like basically asking if I was happy and how things are going because he knew who I was and he he had been rooting for us to be happy. Like I knew he had me sitting in his office for yes, and so not not very long prior to that. Yeah, and so he knew like there had been this whole series of events, and he was aware, very aware of me. He always made it a point to talk to me, and he was in my ward when Steve and I were married. Before he was our bishop when we were married before, so. I mean, he could tell that I wasn't okay. And he asked me if I was happy. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And I, I started crying. And he's like, you are not happy. And until you can come in here and sit here and tell me that you're happy in this relationship, I, I will not, like, I'm not going to say this is okay. Which took a huge relief Which, off of my shoulders. Mm. And kudos to him for not pushing, well, you should do this because it'll make things better, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But then I also knew, like, I remember just sitting there like, oh, shit, (laughs) this is not going to go over well. 
I knew that that you were going to walk we out. We had of that to interview. deal with this now. Like we had mm. to actually deal with the fact that you guys were not in a we place weren't okay. where you were ready to be sealed. Yeah. So, yeah. And he. Do said, you remember that, Matt? Oh yeah, I felt like it was a really jerk move to not like pull me in and mm. say, "Hey, this is this is the counsel I gave to her." Yeah. And instead, it's just like, all right. Matt felt felt very slighted. I did that. That she walked out, and he just said, "We're done." We're done. Yeah. yeah. And I felt so. This is going into this. Like, there, you still have relationships with these individuals. Like, you still, I felt as though I didn't mean anything to him. Yeah. And, and I could see why you felt that way. And, and here he is, like, okay, I'm going to spend the time with, with Jessica because I know her. I know her story. I know, but you're not going to spend a single minute with me to try and get to know me. And figure out like what's going well, on. Well, it seems like it would have been an occasion to bring you in and say, "Hey, right." Let's I just talk. asked your wife, "Is she happy?" And she started sobbing. Like, this is something you should be aware of, and something you guys should. Yeah, right. I mean that. It's funny to me that he didn't take that opportunity to like. Right, and that's where I mean. I think I mean looking back at it, I know that I had an individual who actually truly wanted to counsel me in Jerry Sturgill. Like he, yeah, he really wanted to have that bond and he showed interest in me, Mm -hmm. which was huge for me. And, and maybe, maybe the stake president at this time knew that that was Jerry's plan. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And he might've gone into it with a little bit of a heads up from the bishop of, Hey, right. This is kind of where they're at because we both talked to Jerry a lot. Yeah. Poor Jerry. <laughs> I know. Poor Jerry. Are we going to have him on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Can we please? <laughs> this actually might be a good time. We should see if he can interview with us next time. Um, yeah. It was just so hard. And I remember going home from that and you, again, like shut down, didn't talk to me. Um, that that had to have been a big blow for both of you. Like, yeah. Right. That was hard. To be told, no, you cannot be sealed because you guys are not ready, basically. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. And looking back at it, like, no, we weren't. We weren't ready. Yeah. And I think we both knew that, but we felt like it was what we should do. And we're hopeful that and it's by taking an, this next step, it would, you know, help. In some it's kind way. of an expectation that like it's a totally. year after your civil marriage, yeah, being a second marriage, you get married civilly first and then. It's kind of an expectation that a year afterwards, you guys should be ready to be sealed. And that's what you should do next and want Mm -hmm. next. And if you don't, I mean, there's kind of a stigma, isn't there? Right. Yeah. Yeah, there very much could be. And even the fact that we didn't get married in the temple in the first place could be seen as a stigma. But our bishop was like, just get married. Don't worry about all the paperwork and all that stuff. Get married and we'll go from there and get taken care of. Do you guys remember feeling pressure around that? Pressure to get sealed? No. No. Mm -hmm. It was all personal of wanting that because I knew it was important and I wanted to want that. And ideally, I'm married to somebody that I want to be sealed to. You know, if I'm not married to somebody that I don't want to be sealed to, then why am I married? married (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, it was interesting. So what next? Y'all drove home. Matt shut down. Oh, we didn't talk for a few days again. And... It just kept building. And I think we tried and it was just like a blow up. And, um, one blow up gigante. 
<laughs> yeah. Yes, another one. <laughs> um, and then at some point, I remember <laughs> it was right before the Capital Classic. It was the night before the Capital Classic, which Something, is a kids' race. It's a Boise, kids' race. Yeah, Penny was doing. No, one Penny mile. wasn't old enough. One mile run. It's it. a one mile downhill. run downhill. Just Matt's kids. Oh, okay. It was the first year Hank they did. Sarah it. were doing it then. Okay. Yeah, Penny wasn't old enough, and yeah, Hank and Sarah were running. And I just remember being like, I can't, I can't stay here anymore. I can't do this. I am like, I have to leave. I have to leave. And so I just left. I didn't take anything with me, I think, but it was like two in the morning and you were asleep and I left you a note and left the house. Penny wasn't with me. She was with you, Steve. And left. Where'd you go? Just to my parents. At two in the morning? Yeah. Were they awake? I don't know. I had a key to their house. Oh. So I went and stayed with them. Watched some TV? (laughs) I went to bed. And then the next day I remember figuring out, okay, now what am I going to do? What did your note say to Matt? I have no idea. Do you remember what it said? I, I, I don't remember exactly what it said. But it basically said, "I'm done." Yeah, I'm out of here. Penny and I, Penny and I, will come back and pick up our stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it was horrible. And so I took that as okay. She's leaving. I thought she was leaving. <laughs> she wrote me no. She's leaving. She left me. What's crazy? <laughs> and Matt. So that morning, Hank and Sarah are racing, and so of course Anne is there, and. Matt told her that we were done. That it was over. Yeah, I had a note. So he woke up. I, I took the note to the teacher and I said, this is it. And just the kidding. Teacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had a note. I figured like Your marriage at was this done. point, I don't, who else am I going to talk to? Yeah. You know, because Jessica, you've criticized me for t- telling Anne that we were done at the Capitol Classic. It was shocking to me that you were so ready to just be done. Well, I didn't know I have anybody else to talk to. I know, and that's fine, but it was just shocking to me. Wasn't ready to be done. The only reason it was interesting to me is because you don't confide in her, and I knew that. And so I thought it was interesting that you told her so quickly. But it doesn't matter, especially not at this point. <laughs> Matt, where were you at that point? Were you done? Yeah. Yeah. I was done. So what did you we're feel done. when you got that note? Saw this coming. <laughs> yeah. And what emotions did that bring on? Relief? Blank. Heartbreak? No, it's just, it's, you're just blank. You feel numb. You feel like mm-hmm. there's nothing there. Like, okay, I've done this before. Here we go. Yeah. And I think in that note, you, or sometime after that, you said, well, we'll figure this out. Either we get it, you know, an annulment or whatever, just to cancel out, you know, everything. Anyways. It's not like we really had stuff that needed to be divided or whatever. Right. We had a car. (laughs) And that was about it. We didn't own a house. We didn't have kids together. So we could make it pretty cut and dry. But yeah, I mean, I went home. I was, and again, I should not fault you at all for just being done because like I was looking for a place to live in that day. I had reached out. That's when I was working at the bridal shop. Mm-hmm. they were trying to get me to come on full time. And I kept saying, no, no, I don't want to do this full time. 
I don't even know if I want to do a part-time. And then I called him and I was like, hey, I think I'm ready. I need the job. I can start in a week or two or something. And yeah, and it was just crazy, like working through all of that. That okay, like you said, like, here we go. I know what to do. I've done this. I've been here. Let's just get it done. What, when was this? What date? Uh, it would have been the very beginning of June. What year? 2014. <laughs> Same year you broke your foot. Mm. <laughs> and then I know I talked to Bishop Sturgill again that day. Did you? Poor yeah. I think Poor you did Jerry. too. I am Poor sure that Jerry. day was crap. That day and the next day. Because it was on a Saturday and then Sunday. Yeah. And, and so... I remember sitting in church talking to my friend the whole time and you came in and didn't sit by me. And so her and I were sitting there talking and I was like, and I'm like crying. Why did we not leave? We stayed in the sacrament meeting. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why we didn't go in the hall. That was stupid. But just chatting about it the whole time during that meeting and yeah, being a mess. And being a mess that you came what? in and didn't sit by me. What friend? Uh, her name's Jessica as well. <laughs> so, yeah. Matt, do you remember that, going into the church? No. Yeah. It was kind of a foggy weekend. But at some point... Jessica, did you want him to sit with you? Yes. I you... wanted to see that there was some... So did you want to be done or did you want him to fight for you? I wanted him to fight for me. I wanted to know that he still wanted me. I needed to see some sort of something saying that he still cared. Even if he just said, I don't want you to leave or, you know, something. I wanted that so bad. And it wasn't just like the whole romantic idea of that. It was like I needed to know that, that I had some value and some purpose and some, you know, whatever. And so, and that he had some fight in him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, that didn't happen and that was okay. We figured it out without that happening. That's <laughs> <laughs> face. <laughs> no, I finally I'm a stubborn soul. Yes, he is. And at that point, I remember you telling me, Well, several times at the beginning of our marriage, well, this is just how frus are. Deal with it and calling bull crap on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also the so finally Bishop Sturgill was like, listen. You need to go back. I remember I was so mad. I knew he was right. I was just like, he doesn't want me to go back. He's like, I don't care. You need to go back. I'm like, I don't want to walk into that house. He's like, you have to. And I remember thinking, have I not humbled myself enough in this situation? Have I not put myself out there enough? Why do I have to be the one to walk back into this house? It sucked. <laughs> But I did it. Why? <laughs> because I knew we should be together and that if we could figure this out, it was worth figuring out. I knew that like so deep in me that, yeah, that we could have what we have now. <laughs> and I wanted that and I knew it was there. It's like, okay. And it's like why I dated Steve again. I needed to know that I did everything within my power, even if it hurt and it sucked and I had to go through all of that. I still needed to know that I did everything. I knew I was strong enough to do it. And, and so I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to do it. You need to know that if you were going to walk away, that you had given it your all first. Yes, for sure. 
But I remember you did not want me to come back. Like even coming into the house that day, you, it was, there was no emotion shown when I came in. Your kids were up and still there. And I think we sat on the porch for a bit talking after they went to bed, but it was very, it was obvious you weren't thrilled I was there. But, and honestly, I do not remember what happened after that day. How many days had passed? I came back on Sunday. It wasn't long. I left Friday, you know, well, Saturday at two in the morning, whatever, however you want to look at that Friday night. So I wasn't there Saturday. And then Sunday night I came back. It wasn't very long. But, yeah. Did you talk to me at that point? I don't remember. I don't remember specifics of this. This I don't remember talking to you. This happened several times, and I honestly don't remember which. I never left again. Yeah, it's just talked that once. To, I talked about leaving a couple times, but I mm-hmm. never actually left. It was just this one time. Mm-hmm. What did you think when I came back? It was it's all fog. Yeah. It was like, during this time, it was like... I didn't know who I was. I didn't yeah. know who you were. I didn't know who I was as a dad. I didn't know, like, there were so many things going on. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just fog. And that's totally how it seemed. Like, you were just in this state of, like, maintain. Yeah. Put up walls to protect yourself and try not to engage or try to engage as little as possible so that it, it didn't hurt. Protect myself. Like yeah. I was in protection mode. Yeah. Protect me and my kids. From what? I have no idea. <laughs> Mostly it's false beliefs that I'm throwing in my head of what's this woman really after? Well, and that's, I mean, that's so real for so many people going into a second marriage. Right. For sure. Like it's, it's real because you've been through something. If you're, if your first marriage ended in a divorce, there's a reason. Like, it's not just that it was, oh, we're done, you know? And so there's going to be issues. Like, that's real. Right. And if you make yourself vulnerable again, give your all, you open yourself up to being heartbroken again. Right. And I didn't want to open myself up. Yeah. Because that first marriage hurt like hell. Yeah. Yeah. So. So at that point, yeah, I came back and we kept trying to work things out. This is depressing, you guys. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though, is it kept getting better. Like every, even though it was still hard for a couple years, it kept getting better. And then by the time we needed to be strong as a couple because other things started to happen, we were there. Yep. And honestly, when the other things, it was like right at the right time where we began to trust in each other and feel confident in our marriage that all this other stuff came in and hit. And I think that is really the moment Matt realized. She's got my back. Yes. (laughs) And I remember feeling that. And that, I mean, we'll talk about what all this was that we're alluding to later on. But in that moment, realizing. But it was, there were small. There were small steps. There were small small issues. Well, there were small issues that were occurring. Um. Between Anne and I, between yes. between Anne, Hank and I, that we just, like, I knew that Jessica had my back with these situations and that, okay, like, she does have my back. I can calm the freak down and I can open up this rock solid heart 
a little bit more slowly and slowly. And, and it's, it, I mean, it's a, this is a lifetime process in my mind of truly opening your heart to somebody and giving yourself fully to somebody that you're in a relationship with, that you're sealed to for time and all eternity. Like that's, that's a long time. <laughs> he stuck with me for a long time. Stuck. <laughs> I hate how she says that. <laughs> like I'm stuck with it. That's not true. No, it's not. You could leave. But. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the door. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, I I think that by the, it really, it was hard and harder than it needed to be probably but we also now realize we're not going anywhere like the other one's not leaving we've been through this and honestly the other things that we went through weren't fun the things with Anne and Hank and all of these things but the one thing that I always look back at is that we have come out stronger and closer together and I think yeah. that's the beauty of a relationship right yeah there is a silver lining coming up when you come through the hard things, then you get closer and you know the other person's there well, you for you. You get stronger. You get stronger. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah. And I think, so one of the things too, that shortly after this, we decided, you know what? We should probably look into buying a house. Yeah. And why? Why? I mean. You're saying as ooh, if there was a correlation? Not, not as a correlation, but it's just, we were getting into a, more comfortable state with each other. I was trusting her more. The last person who I bought a house with, like. Didn't end well. Oh, yeah. That brings up some emotions. But I felt as though, you know, Jessica, like I said, had my back and we can go into purchasing of a house and starting that. When did you guys buy your house? Or when did you start that it process? Was, well, really we started like the next that, but... spring. So yeah. it was a little ways down the road. So it was like but we started talking about it. Yeah, it wasn't okay. like right after. We That's started talking about it and getting things together. <laughs> well, clearly the... that is an indicator that, yeah. yes, you both got to a place You're where you were. You're in a better were... place. Mm -hmm. And one of the options was, well, this time the house that we were living in was um, one of my business partners. And there was an option there to purchase the house. Why didn't that happen? I don't remember. We decided not to. Yeah, because it, it needed a lot of renovating. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of work. I mean, such looking a, back at it, you now, should have like such a cute house in a perfect location, and it's probably tripled in value. Price, yeah, the price tripled. was amazing. Okay, anyway, it was on a very busy street. Jessica's hand is up. Whoa, <laughs> so there serious. was hardly any yard. There was right. lots of yard. No, there wasn't backyard. It was front tiny. yard, <laughs> side yard. <laughs> Yeah, where we put Come on, the... look at my house. <laughs> it was in a great yard. part of town, but it really was on a busy street yeah. and it had a tiny yard. It and wasn't kid friendly. It, yeah. And we wanted something else. So, mm. it, and it, it, you would have had to do a ton of renovation. Perfect. The plans you guys had. Oh, yeah. I was just like, man, you may as well, like, yeah. knock it down and start over, which of course you could never do to the house. It was too dang cute no. and old and full of character. Built in the 1920s. Whoever yeah. bought it. Did a great they job. They did do a great job. It's, it's cute now. Super cute. And yep. it went to the right owner. It did. Yeah. So, but yeah, and you're probably right. probably a like, good thing y'all got out of there. Yeah. Left I that think, bad juju. <laughs> I think it was good for us to have a new place to start. Start, start over. And start. Just feel like it was our journey. Ours, you know, and 
we purged some stuff from first marriages after we moved in there. Like burn Things it like or that. What? No, just you know, <laughs> donate stuff or throw it that's away. Hanging around that you just start getting rid of. That box of Ann's underwear. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> that specifically <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> yeah so it's not like and I don't want to share this as like a low or like depressing oh, depressing, depressing thing yeah. but this is the reality of marriage and relationships and especially second marriages yes it's, it's hard there's so much more dynamics going into a second marriage that you just don't think about when you're going into it you you both I don't know yeah. And I also being open minded into a second marriage, you have to be yeah. like so open to what feels right for you and what works for the situation. And there are so many dynamics that you got to figure out. And I just feel like, you know, for some people, yes, you should leave. Like some people should not have stayed through what we did, but we did and we're better for it. And that is not the case for everybody. Do we know more what that looked like going from like both of you kind of begrudgingly staying in it even though neither of you want to to yeah. getting to like what happened in that seven, eight months a lot of, of you work. saying, okay, let's buy a house together. Like clearly you were in a better place by then. What did those seven or eight months look like? Just I don't know if work. that's on the timeline or not, but. There's some stuff on the timeline about it and I'll have to look more into my journals. Um, Do because I feel like that's pretty. Yeah. Huge of what? It was a lot of baby steps. I will tell you that. <laughs> and there is still, you know, things, of course, that we're improving and working on. But it was a lot of recognizing these little things that were like, okay, this is changing. And that's good. I can hold on to the idea that that is changing. And then looking at what next. Okay, is this, there's this little bit that's changing here. And that's awesome. So it's just those steps of things getting a little bit better. I mean, you and I went through that too, Steve, of, okay, now he's willing to talk to me about this on a regular basis. And now he's willing to, I don't know, just all of these little things. Yeah. Now he's admitted he's gay, so we can actually talk about that topic <laughs> instead of me just knowing he's gay <laughs> and him not admitting it. But there's just little things along the way that, you know, you have to hold on to of change being made and progress being made. But we'll get more into it. Anything else for today? No. That was heavy. <laughs> Too heavy. <laughs> Steve's, Steve's reliving <laughs> the emotional trauma of when Matt and I first got married. <laughs> it was hard, huh, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> it was. It's, yeah, and I agree. It's, Definitely. Well, and, and what's going through Steve's mind probably at this time is like, okay, what does this look like for Penny? Like what, yeah. how much of this is she being resilient to? And how much of this is she soaking in like a sponge? And yeah. She was a mess through parts of it. Yeah. I think I worried. Cause she pays attention. Less about Penny than I did about you, Jessica. I was just, yeah, I was still at the stage that I just absolutely, I, I wanted you to be happy and to find a stable, path in life and I hated when like I hated seeing you in pain and struggling and I still felt responsible like yeah for years into you guys' marriage every time things weren't going your way Jessica I just felt sick to my stomach about 
Which is stupid that that many years later I was. But at the same time, you'd also been told this by people that were close to you in your life that my life was ruined because of you leaving me. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's some of that that you internalized too. Not only did you genuinely care about me. And that's really what it was. You'd it was also just, been I, told yeah. other things Because I just too. cared about you and wanted you to yeah. Yeah. be happy. And it was hard to see you not be happy. Well, and it's the same now. I mean, I Tur- you, I think, want to be with somebody <laughs> from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And watching you like try to find that. And I hope you find that. Why do you say that? Of course, I want to be with somebody. <laughs> You've told me different things over the years. If you're not sure what your relationships will look like and stuff, but I think that that's mostly fact. yes. Yeah, I think that's mostly just because you haven't found somebody that you feel like really fits. Yeah, I just want to be with somebody. Okay, good. Of course, you, yeah. <laughs> that's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> that was never in question. I uh, told me some stuff that that I just wanted to be single or what. But also, I'm the safe place to like bounce ideas off of and see how they hear when you say it, like how they sound when you say them out loud. Do you know how you do that? Yeah. Sometimes you say stuff to people and you're like, oh, maybe I don't really feel that way. It sounded weird <laughs> when I said it. Like Matt sitting there telling me that he's never getting married again. Yeah, that sounded weird. And then he got married. Yeah. Eight weeks later. And then he thought, why did I get married again? <laughs> For years later. For years. <laughs> so one of the things during this time that Jessica and I were really struggling, going back and forth of whether we're going to stay married, like I was extremely embarrassed to be in front of her parents, mm. like feeling embarrassment of like, I'm letting you guys down too. Mm. And so there was a time where I didn't, I didn't like being around your parents because I was letting them down. I was letting your dad down. I was letting your mom down. Like I was letting your brothers down. Mm. And I remember, I think this also was during the summer when your, your brother was in town. I'm sure he was. Yeah. A lot. And I, that was a struggle for me too, because they they live abroad. Yeah, for ten months of the year, and they come home in the summer for six weeks. Yeah, so you guys cram in a year's worth of time into six weeks. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot of pressure to feel like oh everything's good and we're having fun and yeah. we're happy when really everybody knows we're not. Right. Yeah, I get that. No, I totally understand. I'm that. surely you would talk to them about that. Huh? And surely you had been open to them about where you were with things. They knew that we were struggling. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't tell everybody everything in the moment, but they know me well enough. I mean, you know me well enough that you see me and you can tell how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Same idea. Yeah. So. Anyways. But I get that, Matt, that you felt that pressure to like, or that you felt like you were letting, yeah, and letting so, down the people that were, that not you only knew that, were but in I was, corner. I was embarrassed and I was letting my, my own parents down. Right. So I didn't even want to be in the presence of my own parents. Like, I was feeling isolated. Like, I don't want to be in front of my own family. I don't want to be in front of her family. Like, I don't know where I fit in right now because I'm embarrassed of how things are going. How things are going. And feeling a lot of, so you felt a lot of pressure to fix this marriage, external pressure from outside just you and Jessica. And it wasn't wasn't pressure from them. It was pressure from my own self. It's your own internal. Of what you thought people. Yeah. Yeah. Were expected of you me. and what they were thinking of you and yeah. mm, makes sense. But like getting to know those people now even more, like her family, like they probably totally just brushed that off. And yeah, and I think that's what if you're going to hear about the stuff going on in somebody's relationship, you have to understand that this is one moment in their relationship, and they're going to move on. They're going to heal. Ideally, 
And if they don't, then that's when you get concerned. But ideally, this is just part of the process. Did you ever feel that with me at that point, Matt? No, not really. Remember specifically? No, I knew that Jessica confided in you Mm -hmm. in in some things, and that was probably a question in my mind. Like I didn't know what you knew. Mm. Yeah, but I wasn't going to worry about it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. (laughs) I said it. Who said all right the other day? We went to somebody's house. Laura. Oh, she's she's like, all right. She's like, I did not mean that you have to leave right now. I just started laughing. (laughs) I was like, it's okay. Yes. Which, um, never mind. (laughs) What? She has a boy that she thinks you might be interested in. If if it's if yeah. you're looking for if a relationship. If you're looking. So. I don't want one, remember? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you think I wanted a relationship? Gosh. All right, everybody. Have a great week. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Here at Husband in Law and the Bold Logic, we believe that there are six values that can really make your relationship amazing and take it to the next level. Those values are love, appreciation, acceptance, kindness, respect, and understanding. Today, I wanted to give you guys a challenge for appreciation. We want you guys to go and let somebody know that they're appreciated today. That can be as simple as sending a text, writing a letter, making a phone call. Maybe you pick up something special for them at the grocery store, just something small to let them know that you're thinking about them and you appreciate what they're doing. We've encouraged you to do this before, and we are going to extend this challenge again. Go do it today. A little appreciation goes a long way.